0: Welcome to the Difference Makers Podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. All right, here we go. All right, we are live. This is the Difference Makers podcast. My name is Justin Tamani, your host, and today we have with us Mr. Matt O'Keefe. Matt O'Keefe is the president of Loud and Live Sports, the agent to super athletes, Matt Fraser, Tia Claire Toomey, and under the Loud and Live Sports umbrella, we have events such as Wadapalooza, Granite Games, West Coast Classic. You guys have seen him around. This is Matt O'Keefe, so thank you for joining us, sir.
1: Thank you, Justin. Great to be with you. Uh, Looking forward to catching up. Thanks for having me
0: yeah thank you for joining us um so give us a little bit about how you got started like looking at your bio we have car salesman insurance salesman and then now running loud and live sports this sports there's a woman dancing in front of my window a very old woman dancing in front of my window and i don't know why (laughs) i just got very distracted
1: That's that's all right that's all right yeah i um yeah, I've had I've had a really diverse career. Um, you know, I I you know I grew up in a uh, an entrepreneurial family. You know, my father owned his own business his whole life. Uh, he was in the car business, so I you know I and I evolved into that. You know, when I graduated from university and learned a lot about you know business in general, it was a really great place for me to cut my teeth uh, in the business world and moved into the, you know, insurance world after that. And, you know, on the sales side, which was, you know, interesting, not something I, you know, really loved and enjoyed, you know, so, you know, at that, you know, I had a spirit entrepreneurial spirit my whole life. You know, I was always, you know, tinkering and trying to figure out thinking big, you know, you know, what a, what a move I could make to be on my own. And I took that opportunity when I, you know, Early when I started in CrossFit, you know, I loved the sport. Really had a infectious experience in a gym and wanted to be more a part of it. Saw it evolving and growing. It was you know sort of green space and new, and so you know started my clothing company Redline, and I uh, had a lot of fun with that for years and um, learned a ton through that process, and you know really evolved into the marketing side of the business. Um, through my, some of the relationships I built there, you know, particularly with Matt, um, I, you know, I started working with him early on in an advisory role really to begin with. And then that sort of, you know, evolved over time and into, you know, a more formal management role. Um, I just loved that and kind of had found my spot, uh, and, you know, the rest is sort of history with that. You know, I've, I've really focused on that today. We, you know, have a sports marketing agency that, owns events, manages athletes. We do a lot of work, um, and brands marketing efforts. Um, you know, very focused on, you know, telling a training story or, you know, CrossFit story or being involved in the CrossFit space.
0: Have you guys branched outside of CrossFit with any of the athletes that you represent?
1: Um, not athlete, you know, we've, we have at times, um, you know, worked, you know, but again, very training and fitness focused. Uh, we worked with a climber actually for a bit. He's now retired, uh, that you know an alpinist uh he you know climbed Everest without oxygen was a big influencer Um, you know we work with some OCR people but you know our roster is specific CrossFit now um but um you know really you know there is an evolution opportunity there because this whole idea of telling a story about training for sport uh is evolving as a big storyline for brands uh whether you know you're a professional basketball player or a golfer, or whatever you do, that training side of what these people do, uh, these athletes do for their sport, um, is a really um, big storyline that a lot of brands identify with and can tell a deeper story around than just that sport-specific story. And, and so, um, we've done some work in golf, actually, um, yeah. not athlete-specific. Um, I have friends who play. Uh, but brand specific, and even you know, with you know the PGA Tour, you know we've um, started to you know look at and do more work there. But you know I think that will evolve over time. We do get a lot of calls from brands um, that want to tell the training story, maybe not even specific to CrossFit, just identifying that we've done a good job with it, or brand around it, or even sports that want to dig deeper in that training side of their business.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I see a lot of brands starting to expand within the space as well that are coming in who maybe not have been in the past, and you know somebody like uh, a Gillette. I know you guys have done some work with Gillette, and that's a that's a gigantic company. Like their names on some NFL stadium. Yes, it's, it's Boston, right? Yeah, Is that, yeah, am I made Patriots? Yeah, so Gillette Stadium, and now they're expanding into the the CrossFit space. I know they've worked with Pat and Matt. Um, were you a part of bringing those types of company or that company specifically into the space or did they approach you or how does that kind of relationship work with some of these companies?
1: Yeah. It's interesting how that sort of comes to fruition specifically, you know, it's evolved too. There's been a lot of more general market recognition of CrossFit specifically as a platform that's worthy of marketing towards, you know, um, for a while, you know, over time, there'd been, you know, it's kind of like Fight Club, you know, there's these uh, CrossFitters internal to these businesses, right? So, um, a specific example of that, you know, there is a, you know, a guy internal at Gillette Procter and Gamble that had, you know, experienced the CrossFit gym, um, observed the sport and, you know, thought it fit really well with the brand. Uh, and it does, And so, you know, that was how we got sought out in that relationship. Um, We do do a lot of work with Procter & Gamble um, on the agency side and our general market agency with uh, Walmart, you know, some of our relationships there. So there was a lot of symmetry with that particular relationship. But we're seeing an evolution. We're getting sought out quite a bit, you know, um, on brands that have nothing to do or no link, even internal just recognition um, through, you know, observation that they want to market to the space. Uh, and it's really exciting, whether it's tech. Um, you know, you've seen Whoop evolve as this major player in the tech world, but very specifically focused on training and, and a heavy hand in the CrossFit space. You know, and it's brought competition from Oura Ring, and there is now tech in development, consumer, um, you know, measurable products that are coming um, that are more, you um, you know, interested in being involved in the space, and we get contacted yeah. by those guys.
0: Right on. Now, with Whoop, are you involved with them directly in any way? I know you have a bunch of athletes under the umbrella there, but are you guys are you involved with Whoop in any way?
1: We we're really connected with those guys. Nothing you know formal on the agency side, um, but you know we um, they're partners of our events. Uh, They partner with our athletes um, and they're a home team for me. They're a Boston based business. Uh, I met those guys five years ago when they were starting and uh, I got a lot of pride in their success. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we have run alongside, you know, for a long time and are really proud of those guys uh, and really proud to be partnered with them.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Uh Yeah. one thing I, I've noticed with you is, you know, I've been at events and I I just see you behind the scenes at everything. Like I was behind the scenes with an athlete at the games and turn around and you look like you're working in the back with, with that, you know, and I wasn't expecting it to see you at the games because that is a, a CrossFit event. But what's your relationship there? What were your, what was your role at the games this year?
1: Yeah, this, sorry about the noise, my dog okay. there. Uh, the This year, um, specifically, we did a lot of work with Noble um, and Gowad, two brands, uh, one off-site, one on-site. So we helped uh, Noble execute their activations, uh, athlete check-in and retail, and really their whole relationship with the the event um, at the CrossFit Games. So that was a really uh, exciting, fun experience, different for me. Um, and then years past, I've always been really linked to Matt at the games, um, as yeah. his coach, uh, in competition. So, you know, with him retiring, uh, this was, you know, sort of, you know, 2.0 for me with the CrossFit games, which was fun and, and go on activated offsite, you yeah. know, where they, where their marketing agency. So, um, you know, we did a lot of work with that. So it was a big year. We had a lot of people out there um you know and a lot of moving pieces and it was really fun um noble's uh you know whole execution and activation was phenomenal I can't tell you know those guys did a phenomenal job with that really leveled that partnership up and we we're we were we were honored and excited to be a, a small piece of that
0: yeah i thought they did a fantastic job at the games this year with their presence and kind of their their spin on on the aesthetic changes to the games this year I thought it was was great
1: it was awesome yeah they um such a cool brand and, and an incredible story uh born really in a gym in, in Boston uh, a couple guys okay. from Reebok you know went out on their own and the evolution's incredible it's just a, you know there's some insane um you know business story, but you know, the, the, the brand is just wild. And the, the identification and recognition in the training space to the brand is global. And, um, it's really inspirational. It's so cool to watch, uh, how far they've come and, you know, where they're going, uh, yeah. you know, starting to branch into other sports and, uh, it's, it's exciting
0: times at Noble. Definitely. is. What's with this Boston explosion right now with whoop and Noble and you got yourself so there.
1: It's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's an interesting hub for this, uh, you know, uh, you know, you you look back to the origins of, of, you know, this is a sport, you know, Ben Bergeron and CrossFit New England were such a cornerstone piece of the sport at the beginning. Um, I think they inspired a lot in, in, uh, you know, on the business side, you know, a lot of things were born out of that gym um, or in that gym, you know, Fuelful Fire is a brand that, you know, they're headquartered in the building right next to and the member the, the owners are members of crossfit new england i think the first reebok shoe really came to life from that you know the ceo matt O'Toole was a member at crossfit new england and um, you know had a, a great experience there and, and thought about getting in the space you know a lot of things uh, come to life through that and boston you know, became this unique hub, uh, and there's a lot going on here. Anyway, whoop, you know, was yeah. completely independent of that. You know, Will's a Harvard grad, and just uh, you know, plugged his, you know, plopped down here and, and started his business here. But uh, yeah, it is, it is a fun
0: thing for for fitness. It's funny how you just mentioned that, but a lot of the brands that are up and coming in the CrossFit space right now are all born from CrossFit like it was such a cool thing to see noble which was born from crossfit take over as as a lead sponsor of the games this year and i mean even kind of for yourself like your your brands were born from crossfit and you've you've evolved within this space to to become one of the most influential figures in the sport um i was talking to uh someone the other day and i said I feel like you're the most, in, and I don't know if you want to accept this or not, but the most influential person in the space that doesn't work for CrossFit that, well, I mean, you know, I don't know your relationship with them entirely, but
1: I we're, feel like... we're, hevi- we're heavily partnered with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, yeah.
1: They, um, well, thank you for that. I think it's not um, a goal. It's, um, you know, you know, uh, maybe a result of some of the process. Uh, we just, you know, work with a lot of cool people that trust us and, you know, that evolves and, um, you know, we focus our energy on our clients and in the space, you know, even though not maybe formally working for CrossFit, I have a huge sense of pride in CrossFit, the CrossFit games, the sport and everybody that's involved with it, including CrossFit, you know, it's, um, I don't know, I've, I've taken, um, you know, uh, a huge responsibility you know, with every deal we do, with every person we work with, with everything we put on um, as, a, as an opportunity to help evolve the space and, and level it up, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, and I take that really seriously. It's, um, we're still in a massive growth phase. And uh, we've got something special here that had nothing to do with me creating, but you know, I really take um, a lot of responsibility and, and pride in helping it move along being a small piece of that. Uh, and it's been really fun um, and i and i'm really grateful for all the trust we have um, and we work really hard um, to maintain that and, and help people of all brands athletes you know you know create you know really fun cool experiences with our events it's been a, it's been a blast
0: with the Wadproof pro experience you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet from full training programs in the gym and at home to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. I, That's awesome. Speaking of events, where do you see some of your events taking this sport in the next few years? Like, Because we've seen the shift from the regionals to the kind of sanctioned events and then now kind of back to a regionals-ish sanctioned format you know, you guys did a lot to level up what the athletes were, the, the earning potential and the sustainability for the athletes. Do you feel like some of that has been kind of taken back or, you know, where do you see loud and live or some of these events taking this for the athletes in the next few years?
1: Yeah, it's a great, it's a great question. I think we're, you know, we have a lot of um, positive um, stuff going on in relationship to the season and outside. Right. Like I think we, yeah. um, you know, a couple of our events are semifinals, the Granite Games and West Coast Classic, and we love it. Uh, we love being a part of that. Um, and it's fun that there's now um, some outside involvement in in the season. Um I, I think that's a great evolution. I think we look at, you know, uh, you know we you know it goes back to some of that responsibility. I think when we you know apply ourselves to things that we're doing, we try to build the best possible experience we can for everybody involved. And I think that's a natural evolution and the athletes being, you know, obviously one of the most important, if not the most important piece. Um, But, you know, when you look at an event like Waterpalooza, take that, that's outside the space, Um, you know, um, uh, sorry, outside the season. um, Mm -hmm. It's certainly a part of the CrossFit ecosystem. We, you know, really take a lot of time and energy to, Build a premium experience for you know our four pillars. You know, their volunteers, partners, athletes, and spectators. And you know, I think um, if we focus on <clears throat> what we have control of constantly and and do a really good job of it, um, you know, we hopefully inspire others to 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 follow if if they're behind maybe, um, you know, uh, and work alongside those that you know are doing a great job as well. We're collaborative. Uh, we just. You know, we work really hard to bring uh, a next level to everything we do every time we have the opportunity to do it um, and really keep those pillars in mind. Uh, You know, experience is really important, um, you know, and making sure that, you know, we're helping everything evolve is, is, you know, paramount to everything else. So, you know, and I think you'll see that at Waterpalooza this year. We had a year off, unfortunately, because of the pandemic. But I'm really excited for everybody to experience the next, Uh, you know evolution of what that is you know we're bringing a a free live broadcast for the first time we've always had this paywall and um, it's always been a sore spot of our event and you know we're excited about that and integrating with some exciting partners on the broadcast to do some revolutionary stuff with tech on it um, yeah I mean I just think that's it it's just you know we try to get better on a daily basis for everybody that trusts us and, and you know isn't involved with us um, and you know, the same goes for the athletes. You know, I think, you know, when we do these things, you know, our immediate thought is, you know, as we have success, how do we contribute back to their success? Because in the end, you know, people watch them and that's how we evolve, and that's how we're able to bring bigger and better things to the consumers, um, you know, to the overall experience. And we want to make sure that they're, you know, compensated properly for that. So, you know, Wadapalooza will have a a substantial jump in prize money this year and, and our goal always is to find a way to bring
0: that up, 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 up. Excellent. Yeah. I was actually gonna ask you about Waterpalooza because of the year off. I figured you guys would have something coming that's the welcome back. That's that's the big event that always kicks off the beginning of the year. So I feel like you guys got some something up your sleeves for this year.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 jacked. It's it's time now, right? We're live with uh, registration for our online piece, uh so mm-hmm. the Waza OC, the online challenge. Um uh, that's beginning of October. And the response to that's been incredible. So, you know, it's obviously some pent-up demand on, uh, you know, on the event. People are are waiting to get back and be a part of it. Uh yeah, and we're going to make necessary changes um to build off of successes in the past you know build bigger stands so there's more people have seats you know that was a little bit of a you know part of this growth phase we've been in has brought pain right you know we do a great job and build this awesome experience and you know people show up more people than we think might show up you know so there's you know some seating issues that we're, we're solving um We're improving the stages, you know, moving some things around so that, you know, the consumers have an overall better experience. Partners have a better experience. The athletes have a better experience on the floor. Um, So there's a lot of that going on in the broadcast, particularly, you know, that piece is incredibly exciting. We've taken control of that. We're producing it ourselves with some, some, you know, um, you know, vendors that are really good at this, that do a lot of work in the space yeah uh and we're, we've got an exciting partner we'll announce soon on that side of the business um, that will integrate you know incredibly with the broadcast and do some exciting things so um you'll um definitely come out of that weekend and say wow like that that's a a, a big step up uh, for waterpalooza in the space so i'm excited about it
0: awesome that's exciting and now some of that stuff that you're applying there are you going to bring it to the other events west coast granted because i know west coast ended up being a little scaled down for what you had anticipated originally right
1: yeah we're looking to get back to you know our ethos which is inclusivity right like i think um you know we're really uh always interested and excited to be a professional sport platform so have that stage be um for uh, a prize right you know you, <laughs> know, you know whether it's the allure of being the waterpalooza champion and earning a big check which isn't necessarily contributing to the the process of the games but now you know the those events being semifinals that get you to the final stage yeah. Um, but yeah we're you know we want to make sure that those events um, are more inclusive we you know we find um, you know, our, you know, who we are as a business is we want people to, you know, experience it at, at great depth. So we'll bring multi-divisions to those events, even though they'll, you know, be semifinals. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll go more of that waterpalooza feel, you know, what granite games has always traditionally been to, you know, where it's mm-hmm. been, you know, 30 or 40 divisions, 2000 athletes, we're going to get back to that, you know, and on the, you know, on the broadcast side, when you look at a semifinal, you know that stuff is done through CrossFit, and they do a great job of it. Uh, yep. We're excited to be a part of it, and I know they're always evolving. But they did a great job with that last year, so um, that stuff, um, you know, will be always you know, bigger and better uh, every time. You know, they, they put some of that stuff out.
0: Definitely. Now, for some of these events that are coming out right now, and I know you're not necessarily involved with these, but for Rogue and uh, Dubai, they look like they're going to kind of strictly an invitational basis. Hmm. Do you think that's something that, I mean, you can't do it for all your events, but, and I know in the past competitors have been invited, but do you think that that's something that's sustainable for the athletes? Or do you think there needs to be a chance for some of these young and up and comers to qualify for those events?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I think they're really cool events and um, I think they speak perfectly to what they want them to be. Um, They're, you know, big Showcase uh, premium, you know, elite platforms, you know, that are yeah. uh, show, you know, and, you know, we're at Wadapalooza different than that, which is fine, yeah. right? And I think there are other options around the schedule that contribute to, you know, uh, athletes being able to come up in the space. Um, you know, Madrid's a perfect example. We're running that event. Um, our partner is in, in October in Spain. You know, we'd love that event to become evolved and become more significant in the space. And you know, this year is the first step in that. But there'll be you know fifteen hundred athletes competing at that event, and there's some prize money involved. And that's you know, those are perfect opportunities for uh, a young uh, up-and-comer to go and get some experience because there'll be some elite athletes there. You know, I think uh, Adrian Munweiler is competing Zach George. So there's some good competitors in the space competing. So yeah, I think. I love Rogues event. I, I love Dubai. I've been to Dubai probably more than anyone, including athletes. Like I've gone every year. Um, yeah, you know Rogues a special event, and you know what they do for the athletes in the space is you know unparalleled. You know, I mean, look at the prize money this year. So yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I think the pundits could argue on you know participation. Um, but you know, I, I live that this their side of it and I love what they do, honestly. You know, yeah, would it be cool that a up and comer, you know, some Cinderella story could qualify and podium at that event, but it's not what those events are, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think they're uh restricting uh the pro- the progress of the sport at all. Um I think they're only contributing to more people wanting to be involved and earn their spot to 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 be at those events. It's it becomes uh, incredibly aspirational and inspirational at the same time it's inspiring the next generation to work really hard to be able to get their opportunity to be there albeit hard to get invited um i think you know when when kids come in this space they think of wanting to go to the crossfit games and having success but they also want to be on those floors and everything that um you know is involved in getting on those floors is clear to them. Um, and there's a process. And I think that it, it, it at a minimum, it requ- you know, uh, provides an incredible amount of inspiration for
0: them. Definitely does. I know when I broke into the sport or when I first saw the sport, part of my inspiration was to, to be on that level and to go to the regionals and, and those types of competitions. And it was so cool to, to be able to aspire to that. But with the, uh, kind of the barrier for entry getting so much higher with how competitive the the sport is. Um, would you, what kind of advice would you give to these, some, some of these younger athletes that are trying to get there? I know you're, you know, yeah, you've operated yeah. as a coach and behind the scenes. So.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting. You know, this topic comes up a lot because I think, um you know, this sort of inclusive topic and then, you know, what is, what does it take? The, the beautiful part of all of this is our sports evolving and becoming more um, established so it's harder to become significant you know when i started 10 years ago you know i the same looked at it as an opportunity to compete i was like you know geez i can go to regionals you know this is yeah. great you know i can compete at a high level in something and it was just early right you know there. Were, you know now this sport is something that teenagers look at and say, I want to train for it. Like it's their goal, life goal and sport, uh, which is the evolution and the difference. Now, um, it's harder and harder. And just like going to the Olympics or becoming an NBA player or any of that, uh, there's a huge process involved that involves hard work, dedication, a lot of long, hard work, I should say on the front end of that. Um, you know, some luck and some talent, you know, and there's just like this, you know, huge, um, you know, there's no, you know, the playbook's evolving, but, um, you can't just show up. You used to be able to early on show up a little bit, you know, you could be on a college football player, been very fit and strong and kind of learn the stuff a little bit and then been, been a player. And it's not like that anymore. You know, you see Justin Medeiros is a perfect example. You know, he just won the CrossFit games. His story is being told more and more now, but he'd been around the space for six years, seven years. You know, he started this as a young team that looked at this and said, I want to be good at it and I want to win the CrossFit Games. Um, You know, Matt Fraser had accomplished a lot in other sports um, and evolved into this and, you know, quickly, you know, set his sights on that great goal, um, but had worked a lot in other things that then contributed to this. You know, you're seeing a lot of CrossFit specific focus from, from athletes moving forward, which makes it harder and harder in, you know. Yeah um you know we get a lot of reach out from athletes in general and, and some young that are you know aspiring to be you know the best in the world or on that stage and there's a you know there's a long process to that now and it's um I love that though too because it's um you know it's creating some consistency and continuity it's you know there's no flukes um you know and there definitely was no ever a fluke in in somebody podiuming and winning and getting to the games but like in the grand scheme of things Um, anyone gaining any notoriety or any, you know, accomplishment in this space now is a long, long road.
0: Definitely a long road now.
1: You know, my advice on that is you ask is, you know, work hard, you know, find, you know, uh, good people to help you, you know, focus on the right things. Um, You know, you know, have a program, follow a program, you know, have focus on what you need to work on, work on weaknesses, uh, compete, you know, and, and learn and don't make the same mistakes over and over again. And, um, and you need a lot of luck. You know, you need a lot of luck along the way.
0: Yeah. How do you guys select what athletes that you work with, with uh, loud and live?
2: Yeah,
1: I think, I think, um, you know, that is uh, evolving too, right? Because I think a lot of the people we work with now we have for so long in we're sort of the pillars of the start of the sport. Um, yeah. You know, and you know, there's no real cookie cutter approach. I think, you know, we are identify talent or, you know, a talent will identify us as somebody they want to work with. So it's, you know, it's different in every situation. Mm-hmm. And we do get a lot of reach out. I mean, we're very in tune with the sport. We have our finger on the pulse. Yeah. Um, athletes and you know, what's really fun about this space, and I tell this story a lot, it's like, you know, the Pat Matt thing, you know, I am um came to be uh Pat's agent because Matt asked. Me to talk to them you know so there's a lot of that that goes on which is cool i think the athletes have the sense of responsibility within the athlete community to help steward that group forward you know every time out of the games comes you know pat brent matt katrin tia these girls and guys will say hey listen you know this girl's super cool this guy's super cool i think they're going to be really good you know i told them about you um so you know that's more common than you know uh, us you know reaching out often to people um you know i think it's um it's one of those things that you know we have a lot going on and a lot of work and our clients are super busy um so you know we talk to people and i think the process there you know we'll talk to anyone you know that is interested in having somebody help them and don't profess to be a fit for everyone. Um, and you know, if we aren't, we help them find somebody that is the right fit. You know, we, we try to align with their goals, their hopes, their dreams. Um, and you know, them as people, I think, you know, we want to work with really good people. Uh, and I think everybody we work with is a very good person, uh, first. Okay. So, uh, that's, you know, that's a big part of our process, but you know, there's really no cookie cutter approach on that. Um, it's been okay. It's fun. We have, um, awesome salespeople in the market Our athletes. They think very highly of our work with them and they, 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 they tell people they should work with us.
0: That's awesome. Now you mentioned Matt, Pat, Brent, Tia, You, you guys represent the men's and women's podium this year at the games, all six athletes. If I'm not mistaken, we did. Yes. That's a pretty cool thing. How do you guys balance representing those athletes and the, the, competitorship of of them competing against each other and all trying to achieve the same goal
1: it's a great question that i get asked often and um it's it's um it's always worked it's uh it is complex right but we have they have an incredible amount of respect for each other and i think we do a really good job communicating with them um because you know it requires an immense amount of communication to make sure that you know they're feeling good about no lines getting crossed um Mm -hmm. because you know it it is it is a complex scenario i think you know we um you know obviously you know work with each of those people very independently and focus you know very independently on their goals and and, you know you know their track and kind of how they want things to work things that they're interested in and things and you know people that reach out to them are very focused on them. We don't cross lines there, but uh, we've just built a lot of trust because uh, we do the right thing always. You know, not often, not every once in a while, like every time. Um, yeah. You know, that's what's required. And you know, we over communicate. You know, there there can be, you know, what the real risk and pain could be is you know someone getting a deal that someone else thought that they should get or they were attracted to. Um, you know we've been able to navigate that perfectly because we communicate you know and um, you know and there's enough to go around is the other answer to that Um, and there's um, you know there's so much opportunity in this space and and that group's so sought after uh, to tell brand stories Um, so you know it's um, more of a situation at this point with the group that we work with it's just you know uh, handling all the volume and getting it dispersed properly. Um, there's just so much great, you know, there's so many great things going on, you know, within that group. Um, so yeah, it is complex, you know, on the outside, mm-hmm. it's simple on the inside cause they're great people. We communicate, uh, we have a really good relationship. They're all very dear friends. Um, yeah. and over time they've experienced that, you know, that they're cared for, like they're the only person and that's the goal.
0: That's awesome. That's great to hear. With uh, some of these brands that you deal with, do you guys ever have kind of like a package deal, like approach or where they say, hey, we need like five athletes and then it's just trying to align with which athletes or is it usually just kind of like a one to one situation?
1: Yeah, it depends. So, you know, we do work for brands. Yep. Right? And and some of our work um has been keyed around, you know, you brought up Gillette earlier, influencer campaigns, athlete mm-hmm. campaigns, where we'll um, you know, help them campaign around six athletes and then we'll go seek those six athletes out or, or eight athletes, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but when it's like you know, when it comes to you know, XYZ brand looking to sponsor an athlete, we we don't um you know leverage this whole like you know stay within the loud live ecosystem package scenario um we individualize that you know every athlete has their own distinct value um and you know what they bring to the table and we focus on each individual one at a time you know they you know there might be a brand that comes in and says you know hey we're looking to sign two females and two males um you know, the immediate response to that is, you know, who are our two females and two males that are the best fit? And then individually talking about each of them, you know, uh, not like, you know, Hey, you know, give us X hundreds of thousands of dollars and we'll just, we'll figure out how we cut it up internally. That's not how it works. We, you know, work individually with each athlete, each athlete delivers differently, uh, likes to go about their social media differently. Um, so everything is very individualized.
0: Yeah. Nice. And with that being said, you know, you, you've made some big deals within the sport. What are some of the, the, your favorites that you've been a part of working on over the years? Like, is there anything that's like kind of hit you in the, in the fields a little bit because you, you got that one done or is a company that you've always wanted to work with?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, um, being, you know, the kid fulfilling his dream of being, you know, involved on the business side of sports know you always pinch yourself being you know you know when you have time to actually think about things that you're involved in and accomplishing you know with big you know brands that you grew up with as a kid you know the, you know the nikes and the reeboks of the world like you know i did matt's deal uh with nike um when that was you know essentially you know their first big deal in the space i'm really proud of that um and they've had a ton of success in the space not because of me but you know yeah. that being a piece of their success and, and, um, you know, being able to steward and help with that deal has been, you know, a huge sense of pride and, um, that's super cool. But there's so many of those stories for me. Um, Noble sticks out like a, you know, massively in that scenario. It's just, you know, I knew those guys, you know, from, you know, working out at, in a noontime class at CF Um, to watch them, you know, say we're doing this to, you know, coming out with product two years later, signing the first athletes with them, uh, helping them along the way there. And then, you know, being very athlete focused with them for years and now having a bigger relationship with them on the marketing side. Um, you know, that, that whole story is wild, you know, and it's so cool. And to, to watch brands like rogue and them whoop, um, you know, RX bar, all these brands realize billion dollar valuations for them CrossFit gyms. Um, And, you know, being able to be a part of that's really cool, you know? And, and so um, I'm proud of every deal um, and that's cliche, but I'm proud of every deal. um, You know, most proud of these relationships that, you know, withstand multiple contracts too, because, you know, then then we've done it right. Like the, the brands realizing return, The athlete loves the brand, and they're doing a good job for them. Um, And they're contributing. We're contributing to their future. You know, these kids are making a living and um, setting up their life forever off of um, their hard work, and we're helping steward that. So it's, um, yeah, it's every one of them is awesome. You know, there's new brands coming in all the time. You know, uh, Monster's involved now. Um, So many endemic brands. The success of all those endemic brands are incredible you know all these brands born in the space and now have evolved to these multi hundred million dollar businesses and billions on top of that um but you know you're seeing all this you know non-endemic recognition monster being one of them Mm -hmm. you know an iconic sports brand now really coming in with force in the space um it's so cool to be a part of
0: definitely it's been cool to watch from the outside and seeing it grow and you know like I don't consider myself like an an OG in the space or anything like that. Like I've been in the space for 10 years and I still look back at, you know, those guys that I watched growing up, but I see this as being kind of the new wave of, of CrossFit, you know, the, the kind of the OG era. And then we saw the Reebok era that, that started to build with faces like Kalipa and Froning becoming, you know, the face of the sport to now Matt and now Noble becoming the, Face of the or the the lead sponsor in the sport. It's it's really cool to see that evolution, and now it seems like more athletes can create a sustainable lifestyle from this sport. True. Yeah. 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 There is, you know, the professionalization
1: of the sport evolves, and it's it's um, it's more and more real. And you know what? You know why? Like the end. In the end, it, it's um, and you know, you look at the response from fans and consumers and athletes alike, um, you know, wanting um, that to realize that and that to be a real thing. And, you know, athletes need to get paid as a fan response. And, you know, um, Mm -hmm. so they can train full time, you know, and athletes wanting to get paid so they can train full time. Well, the the way that's happened is because it all works from a business perspective, you know, their um, endorsement of products, you know, these sponsorship of events, Um, all this stuff has created an environment where businesses are having success. So without that, you know, nobody, there's no handouts, you know, um, in the end, passion ends at a certain point, you know, with these things. Um, and we're far past that at this point, there's tons of passion, but the business side prevails because economics, you know, are important. So, uh, that stuff works, you know, and, uh, these kids endorsement, um, works for brands uh and it's you know treading deeper and deeper and deeper at this point which is great because that allows more and more athletes um to be able to be you know professional you know and it, it it's, it's it's important for people to realize too like i think you know one of the things i know on my side is athletes get paid deeper in this sport than maybe most sports in the world and i don't think people realize that yeah they're not realizing you know, a Nike contract worth $20 million for basketball shoes or, you know, um, you know, there, but there are big deals floating and there are deeper deals floating. You know, I think if you look at the NBA, there's probably 10 guys that have shoe deals, you know, at a high level, uh, there's probably 50 that do in our space, you know? So, you know, you look at football, you know, there's probably five to 10 guys that have cleat deals, you know, um, there aren't, there are way more here. Yeah, um, you know, and that goes on and on and on. So I think it's, um, you know, those are very top heavy sports, you know, outside endorsement off the field, you know, and football is very, very, very low. You know, you got Tom Brady, you know, and a few others that are Patrick Mahomes. There's not a ton of guys getting endorsement deals off the field, um, at a great level. We have a ton of that. So, yeah. um, I'm proud of that. And, you know, it's providing a real opportunity for kids to train on a full-time basis and and brands invest in that. They love the story. They want to be a part of some of that early action and uh, helping support people uh, to be a little more focused
0: uh, and grow in the sport. Just kind of circling back. You said, you know, all these, these athletes and it's running deep with how many have deals and off the field endorsements or, you know, for, for the CrossFit space. Why do you think that that's so high in the CrossFit space relative to these other professional sports? Is it just more brand identity? Like what, what seems to be the thing that connects these athletes to these brands?
1: It's more relatable. You know, it, it, it's analogous to golf. I think golf realizes a lot of success this way through endorsement. It, it, it's a user uh, fan base. So, you know, golf fans, golf, um, CrossFit fans, CrossFit. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a degree of um, more connectivity, really, in the grand scheme of things. So it's, um, you know, that creates a really interesting environment for engagement. You know, I think um, because I go to the gym on a daily basis and work out, and mm-hmm. do muscle ups and clean and jerks. You know, I watch a lot of that stuff, you know, more on, you know, on digital, you know, whether it's, yep. you know, streaming or social, because, you know, people want to get better at it and like it and, you know, they can relate to it more. Um, you know, football's different. I mean, God, those platforms have more viewership than anybody in the world. Yep. But I think it trickles less down to the consumer. You know, the guy in the stands and an NFL game is less apt to put a whoop on his wrist than you know a, a person that watches CrossFit. And I think brands like that are not only identifying with that and seeing that they're realizing it when they contribute, you know, and they get involved and they sponsor an athlete or an event. The consumer side of our business is wild. Yeah. engagement's super high, and that's why it's just uh, it's it's just way more relatable to people that 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 love it.
0: When brands come to work with you, do you have to prove that to them or are they coming to work with you already kind of knowing that fact?
1: It's been an evolution. I think there's a lot more recognition now uh, that, yeah. that, um, takes, uh, less time to, to prove, um, than it had, but there's been a process involved in that. You know, I think, um, I knew that early on and, and identified with that early on and myself and others have, have sung the praises, uh, and, and opportunity there for years Now there's a lot of brands, you know, like go back to Monster, seeing that from the outside where they're like, you know, let's get in on this. And this is why we've had this experience in golf or UFC. Yeah. The same type of community. We know the playbook, let's go do it. Um, there, there's, um, there's less, you know, you know, having to pitch and prove, uh, and more, um, you know, how do we formulate, you know, the right mix and, and, you know, and, and execute for these
0: brands now. Right on. Well, you seem like you're very busy all the time. You're always on the go. What do you do for fun to unwind, to kind of step away? Or you?
1: Yeah, thank you. That's a good question. Um, yeah, I am busy, uh, it, but I love what I do. So uh, it makes it, you know, you know not painful uh, to be that busy. Uh, you know, I work every day to some extent because I love it and just, you know, it's funny, we we're at this wedding at Pat's wedding and sitting at a table with uh Emily and Kyle rolf and uh, Michelle Latandra and and Fred, her partner, and, and Paul tremblay and his wife Sarah and my wife and you know, I think uh Kyle Rolf at one point said, I challenge you guys for an hour to not talk about CrossFit. And we we're all <laughs> like, No chance. Like we're not even interested yeah. in it, you know? <laughs> so it's um yeah, I think um you know, I, I do have a ton of interest in other things. My family, um, you know, my kids are super busy and my time gets, you know, incredibly divided. But, you know, I, I uh, work hard at being president. I coach some teams uh, with my kids and that's, you know, next, in, you know, on, you know in the level of importance and probably most important, you know, um, but that has to work. So I work quite a bit. But the I like to golf. Uh, I golf yeah. quite a bit. Um, I've, I've been re invigorated with my love for golf in the pandemic. It was, you know, we were all home. It was really one of the few outdoor activities that was available. Um, so, you know, and I can do it with my family. My son plays, my, my wife occasionally plays, so I ski in the winter. So yeah, I, I like to do the active things, you know, be outside, and, you know, with my family,
0: as you can hear. So,
1: uh, yeah, I have some other interests. Good,
0: good. Keep you sane, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time. Uh, before we go, where can everybody find you? Where can everybody, you know, get involved with uh, loud and live and some of the things you guys have coming up?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we have many handles on social with our events. Each individual event has a handle West coast classic, you know, granite games, Wadapalooza, um, and loud and live, you know, so we tell stories around all of those and kind of give you updates on where we're at and what we're doing. So those are great places to stay updated on us and, we, you know, what athletes are doing through, you know, our live, live, social, um, come to an event, you know, you know, I, I, I tell people that all the time, but if you haven't been to is particularly, uh, you know, put that on the bucket list. It's such a great experience. I was a huge fan before I ever became involved in that event because it is the best event in the world. So, um, just, you know, really, you know, d- you know, you know, get involved, show up for some of that stuff, but yeah, you can check us out on social. Um, I'm on there too. And I'm not very present on social. Unfortunately, I always get kicked to be more present, but, um, you know, I'll let the athletes and our, our, our event platforms tell the story.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much for your time guys this yeah. has been the difference makers and, uh, we'll hear from you soon. Take care. Thanks,
1: Justin. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. With the Wadproof Pro Experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home, to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs whether you are a beginner or a pro.
2: Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox from a full featured exercise log to side by side comparisons to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students. And with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.